Oh, what the fuck? You're recording me? Yeah, I think you got to accept it. Yep. I said I had to consent, <laughs> which we always get consent, so. Always. Always. Oh, so we're live. Let's fucking bring the thunder, boy. Hell yeah. Let's uh, do it live. That's not. Ooh, caught a fresh shave before the cast. I'm feeling fresh. See, I kind of went the other way. I'm just like growing mine out. It's looking. I I am letting the chest pubes breathe for this episode, though. I'm gonna let them fucking breathe. I had, the, uh, I had the. I had the. I had a bro tank on, but I decided to put a hoodie on. It was like a little. I'm also wearing a bro chilly. tank. I'm nice. also wearing a bro tank under hoodie. That's the style. Yeah, as I say, it's called fashion. Look it up. We might be the same person. It's like very, very strange. <laughs> oh, God damn. I'm excited to record. Hell, yeah. Um, it's fucking shitty outside, shitty everywhere. World's dying. You're all iced. Just talking. You all iced up? Oh, yeah. There's like a fucking inch of ice outside. I have I... not uh, left the house today. <laughs> so. Sounds healthy. Not, well. the start, not the start of a crippling addiction or anything, or crippling phobia or anything. um yeah i'm fucking ready i'm just i'm excited i got i got the new laptop i'm ready to record what'd you get work you want to plug it huh you know you plug plug the brand (laughs) (laughs) uh i think it's lenovo yeah according to my research lenovo dude i also i have a stink pad Ooh, aka ThinkPad, they're called Stinkpad. The old ThinkyPad. But uh, shout shout out work. Thanks for buying me a laptop. You guys don't know what I'm using it for. <laughs> and that's what he got them. <laughs> they're like, yeah, no. And after a year, you can purchase it. And I was like, yeah, sure, totally. I'll definitely do that. <laughs> I'll be dead in a year, idiots. Uh, yeah. Uh, episode four, right? I believe um, so. Yeah, episode four. Guess uh, might as I well just dive right in, huh? Uh, we caught we we caught a stride. Episode three, might as well keep running, brother. All right, episode four. Let's get into it. right now i just want to dance (laughs) uh i don't know what is going on with my chair once again um but (laughs) it's been squeaking a little bit so i need to get like some actual grease and just greaser 
greaser down. A little butter. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you get in there real deep like, boy. Um, and, oh, go ahead. Oh, I, was, so, I need to work on not talking over you. Yeah, what the fuck? But, like, man? when I actually <laughs> but then you better like say but then when you all right but then when you enough to play enough playing around okay sorry that's this is bad. a serious cast <laughs> i want Lord. everyone to know i want everyone to know when they play this in the future during history classes lake county south dakota got its first case of ronies no shit yeah, first case today was it you it is that why they bought you the laptop it, it was not me it was not I wanted to be I wanted to be the first case. I wanted to be patient zero. But no, someone had to steal my fucking thunder. That would have been hella content for us. I don't know why I, I just said Ronies. hella, but I'm <laughs> re- regretting that. <laughs> Me catching the Ronies would have been sick for the cast. <laughs> you guys could just see me. Do I turn into a zombie? I'm not quite sure. I'm not sure what the Ronies does. Well, when you disappeared earlier with your background, um Maybe you did get superpowers. Oh, God, that'd be sick. Which actually is a nice topic because on the Magical Notebook, do you think there's actually people in the world that actually do have, like, mystical powers? Have you ever seen Mr. Glass? Yeah. I, I mean, that's like, that that's same kind of type of vein? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, maybe. I, I think there is. I have... I have... Um, uh, I don't know what you call it when you've had attempted murder attempted on you, but I had that once yeah, and uh. didn't die. Um, I've also got hit by uh, uh, 277 before or like one phase of 480 a couple times yeah. and I haven't died. So maybe I'm invincible. <laughs> I certainly see no flaw in that logic. <laughs> I, I can't argue with that. I'm a little upset that you get superpowers and I don't. But uh, I'm not <laughs> jealous, no. Uh, yeah, no, that's, that is a good point. I was thinking more like some sort of Asian monk that can, like, bend space-time. But, yeah, you almost getting beheaded, probably pretty, pro, pretty cool. I wouldn't say that's mystical. I would I mean, say you just only, tremendous, will, tremendous will to live. Only had to sacrifice my career as a necklace model. But outside of that... And you I were mean, great. You could have been great, kid. You could have <laughs> been great. <laughs> no one's seen a neck like that since your mother. Oh, oh, oh. I'm actually becoming Andrew Dice Clay. That's my superpower. <laughs> oh. We need to get you a leather jacket. <laughs> There's not a le- I don't want 17 cows to die for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I don't want them to skin every one of them. What is that, a little froze rose? You bet your ass. Hopefully, no Bang picks ad- us up. Yeah, no free ads, but pow, why don't you pick us up if you catch my drift? Big time. Because um. I, was, I was also heavily addicted to Bangs when I was working night shift last year. I was going through, like, I was going through two Bangs and a, 30, a prescribed 30-milligram Vivans a night buddy i could see through time and not in a friendly way jesus i might see through time i mean have care have a heart resting heart rate of 210 i had like these these well i don't know i don't know what's going on <laughs> can't can't see it but Ooh, I've, I've, these little caffeine jobbies like little uh 
thionine, thionine, yeah, I don't know, thionine, something. It's got stuffs in it. <laughs> makes you makes you sweat at night. Good for you. Um, I had something that I'd written down. Um, what are your thoughts on Whoopi Goldberg? And before you answer, not like sister act, ghost Whoopi, like her on the view right now Whoopi. And uh, all right, I, I I I know you said no sister act one or two. Uh, I'm not going to say that. She was in a little film called Theodore Rex, where she plays a detective, and her partner is a T-Rex. And it it's weird. And I thought I hallucinated it as a child, but it is real. It is real. Give it a gander. I, it is, it's weird. I definitely and, want and, to. However... Whoopi might be going on the list, so I don't want her to get any. <laughs> yeah, uh, what, but what do, you, what do you call that? It's not royalties, but what's it called when they, uh, the money that they get in like checks where they watch any of their stuff? It's on streams. They get like small checks. Pretty sure that might be called royalties. All right, royalties. <laughs> That's what I meant. I said. I said it actually. So. I was to say, how dare you say the right word and tell me it's wrong? I don't know. Uh, I don't know what's wrong. But but current Whoopi on the View Whoopi. Looks a lot like a fat predator that our boy Arnie fought. Her her dreadlocks are getting thicker with her age, which that's where she holds all her power. So someone's gonna have to stop her soon. I I heard her. So Lily watches like whatever show Ryan Seacrest is on with that Kelly chick. Uh, it's Kel, called Kelly, Kelly, and Ripa, Kelly and Ryan. Kelly Ripa? Kelly and Ryan in the morning. Yeah, and to be honest. Most of the time that show is like super scripted, but because now everybody's, they're doing like Skype shows and stuff like that. So like, because it's like more real, it's actually not a terrible show. Um, but right after that, the view comes on and all those bitches get on there and start yakking. <laughs> and I just don't know, like they had a, they do like a political se- segment and like Whoopi Goldberg was interviewing Bernie Sanders and they're like both Democrats, but like she was a hardcore Hillary supporter, I think. Granted, this is not a political podcast, but I'm just kind of, I'm just setting, I'm just setting, I'll dial her in. I kind of got off the rails there. But any who's she was, she was like interviewing Bernie and she was just like ripping him apart. And I was just like, when did Whoopi Goldberg become person that can just interview political figures and just rip them apart and be incredibly disrespectful to them. I was just like, where, where did yeah. she develop all this yeah. clout? Yeah. What did she do? Who put you in charge, Whoopi? It certainly <laughs> wasn't me. Yeah, that, is, that it is weird because like, you'll even see like, like why the fuck would like, I've seen Joe Rogan interview Bernie Sanders. Who, what, why, why is that important? Joe Rogan, have on UFC fighters and people who are weird that talk about like aliens and shit. I don't want to hear about Bernie Sanders on Joe Rogan. I, and no one, no one else should too. We should, get all, we should get all of our politics from newspapers <laughs> like our ancestors. And, and that was just an example, but like, I don't know. She's interviewed um, some like Republican people too and, and, obviously she just like shat all over him but like she's just she even like argues with like the chicks that are on there 
Uh, I'll say I've I've seen clips of them getting after each other on there. Yeah. Is I, is Elizabeth Hasselbeck still on the View? You know, the only She's one hot. that I can think of is like Joy Behar, and that's <laughs> the only other lady that I can think of that's on there. I was gonna say, uh, not to bring this back to Kelly and Ryan, but uh, ever since Kelly Ripa has gotten on the show, and it's been since we were little, I've wanted Kelly Ripa to spit in my mouth. <laughs> I'll say it. She really? kind of does something for me. <laughs> See, I don't know. I just she has like a a like a smile, like with her eye, like her like an unblinking smile, where yeah. she is obviously a few shades crazy. Yeah, I think that's what does it for me. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, she's like def- she would spit in your mouth for sure. Yeah, like she she definitely like she's definitely stabbed like her one of her lovers before oh guaranteed. that, that kind of trips my trig Polit- politics right into weird stuff <laughs> we're back <laughs> yeah but I, I i'm confident enough right now to say that whoopi can go on the list at least for me you don't have to sign off on her right now until no, i mean no listen <laughs> this list it doesn't matter who gets put on the list I need undying. We need undying support for each other to put a name on the list. And if you want Whoopi on the list, she's on the list. Consider her excommunicado. She's and, done. And unfortunately, uh, not that I watch The View, but uh, anytime that The View comes on, I immediately shut it off because I don't want them to get any ratings from this household. Yep, that's not not him. What it hurts? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not how ratings work at all. But I expect it. <laughs> That's how it works in my mind. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I'm watching. They know. All right. She's on the fucking list. Jamie Oliver, Whoopi Goldberg, see you in hell. Is there uh, is there anyone that you would like to add to the list? Anyone? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have an unnamed enemy right now. I won't if, say if he's name. listening, he knows who he is. Oh, he knows. He knows. And let me tell you, you're on the fucking list. And that's not even that's not even the list for the podcast. That's just my list. You didn't even let me you didn't even let me catch my stride. I play myself into shape like Shaq in the nineties. You gotta give me I gotta warm up a little bit. And you're gonna do me like that, boy? Man, you're a man. Oh, well, that's on that's on it's right here i unnamed enemy the fun like the funniest part about that is uh the guy is like was one of my former bosses and he was always nice to me but like i legitimately haven't talked to him in 10 years because he was a boss of mine when i was in high school and I started so, out. I think minimum wage at that time was like five fifteen. Yeah, he was he was generous enough to give me five twenty five. Jeez. So he probably wanted to bang you. Probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought this was a. I thought this was like, like a boss you had to use as like a reference. No, he no, might, no. Yeah, he he might be catching the wrath in a future episode. Yeah, I'm not saying I definitely stayed up late at night last night thinking just staring and just like oh i wanted to like i wanted to rocky for like go work out in a fucking barn and just like crush a picture of him at the end i wanted to run up a mountain 
Yeah, I think it's funny that he didn't tell me to just stop it at all, but he just personally <laughs> went after you. Which yeah, is, just me. Which is funny, but I think so, it's just because he was trying to be nice to me. But yeah. I don't think you. I think he was. I think he was being nice to you by <laughs> bullying me. <laughs> which it worked. It made me feel better about myself. Yeah, <laughs> and it made me feel so much worse. <laughs> so touche. No, the T uh, TNC the premix. There's a reason the T is first. So, because it comes alphabetically. Nope, that's not it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. Listen, haters are my motivators. Shout out Rob Deerdeck. I will be better in the future. I watch. I listen to all the game tape. I go through. I've, I've seen my mistakes. I'm adjusting. I'm going on the fly. Yeah, we're figuring it out as we go. Yeah, and for you to do me like that, unnamed enemy, come on, man. Come on. You yeah. hurt me. But yeah. It was funny nonetheless. Got me all heated now. Everyone thinks I look dumb. <laughs> <laughs> um, I... Uh... Before I moved my uh, office slash studio slash uh, love laboratory, um, <laughs> I when I had the TV hooked up in the other room, like there's some app that just plays and it's, it's like some sort of cable TV, but it's like free and it comes with the TV. I don't know what it is, but anywho, <laughs> you might be stealing. You might be stealing cable, <laughs> <laughs> pirating it. Um, but for some reason, by default, it always it always would come up with. Uh, like Kitchen Nightmares with Gordon Ramsay on it. And it's like some old ones from probably like five years ago. And I was just watching the shit out of them. Like I was, I'd be like working, but I would have to like stop what I was doing to, to watch it. Uh, this is actually weird. You brought that another cooking show up because I know we talked about HGTV last episode. I wrote down food network because I'm a big food network guy. Uh, Little Chopped, mm-hmm. That's Chopped's where it's at. Beat Bobby Flay. I was watching Meat Man versus Food earlier, and much like you were just talking about, I if I am doing anything and Man versus Food comes on, instantly in, like I can't focus. Something about food and competition together. Yeah, in these sports, in these empty sports days, any sort of competition, it's what I need. That's why my unnamed enemy shouted me out, made me, gave me that fucking fire back. Oh, I'm back. <laughs> um, Turn me back to the old me. Like, it, it's kind of funny because, like, those those kitchen nightmares, like, uh, like Gordon Ramsay was just, he would just go just, off on people. And obviously some of it was, it was edited and it was scripted. But you could tell, like, there was sometimes where it was, it was long enough ago in the, re- in the reality TV world where, like, there's a few times when Gordon Ramsay like legitimately almost punched some lady over her like shitty ass souffle yeah. she tried to make. Yeah, it's like you undercooked pasta, you dumb bitch. <laughs> Gordon, that, we're not even recording. He's like, no, I want her to know that she's dumb. She has to learn. Have you never cooked grilled cheese before? <laughs> can't do a more I, I, I can't do a British accent. <laughs> that was a little more Iron Chef. You a rack of discipline in the, the cooking arena. You no make hibachi. <laughs> no flaming onion for you. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's kind of, I mean, Gordon Ramsay like kind of like 
paved the way for like like shows like that, like Bar Rescue with John mm-hmm. Taffer. Bar Rescue is Bar Rescue is legit. great. Bar Rescue is great. I I need John Taffer just to come into my life and just be like, well, Tyler, <laughs> we sent in a secret spy. We're gonna shut it down. And he's just gonna redo me. I'm gonna have eleven dollar signature cocktails. I seen it's, like some of some of the ones where he'll bring in like a, a celebrity or like a, a guest to like come be his spy and like sit in the restaurant and like we'll come in and they can like order drinks and stuff. I just picture them like sending you in and you're like supposed to like check out the place, but then you slam like ten Long Islands and you're just <laughs> ripping it up. And you're like, this place, this place is actually pretty cool. Like there's a couple cockroaches. The, the bathroom doesn't work, but man, this fucking place is awesome. Pretty cool. They didn't charge me. They didn't charge me for eight drinks. It's, it's actually kind of crazy because every bar I frequent would 100% just be absolutely eviscerated on bar rescue. They'd be like, yeah, the locals were here and it just cuts to me. And they're like, yeah, he drank too much and made an ass of himself. And they're just like, yeah, that's what he does. And they're like, that's not good for business. <laughs> and it's me trying to fight John Taffer. John Taffer invented Sunday ticket. Really? Yeah. No yeah. shit. Yeah, John Taffer's that but that dude. John Taffer is uh, a hilarious man. I've I've seen like some uh, interviews and stuff with him like outside of the show, yeah. and he's like a oh, yeah. very smart, obviously a very smart business mind, but also like a, obviously a personality like that. He's kind of got a shtick or whatever, and that's what kind of makes the show. But yeah, he's he cracks me up. My my buddies and I used to like joke around about like like John Taffer, like how he's just he doesn't care about anything else except for the bar. He'd be like, you, wait a minute. You fucked my daughter. You fucked my daughter on that dirty ass bar. <laughs> like doesn't care about the daughter. Old water. <laughs> yeah. But your daughter, he's like, shut up. I don't care about her. This dirty ass bar. It's like, look at the ice. You're scooping ice with your hands. You're going to get a broken glass in there. Yep. John Taffer, friend of the podcast friend future <laughs> guest john taffer future, yeah he he doesn't know it yet but he knows he's sensing it deep in his plums right now like <laughs> somewhere somewhere my boys are taught my boys are barking and it's time for them to be free the the bar thing reminds me one of my buddies reminded me of a of a story um have you ever uh like on the like touch tunes like uh, run it on your phone and do like the play next. But oh, yeah. since you're doing it on your phone, nobody knows who's playing the music. So in like Tioga, North Dakota, like a few years a- after this most like recent boom, um, we were sitting in-, in a bar and we ordered our food and then we sat around and had some drinks with a bunch of guys from work. And I just started to do play next on the jukebox. And I was playing some pretty awful ones. You know, I got like, I like Barbie girl going threw in the monster mash um first of all two songs i love <laughs> put the macarena on like twice and yeah. there's some go ahead and sl- slander barbie girl i'll accept that it was a fucking graveyard smash man <laughs> <laughs> yeah. fucking igor was playing the chains that's monster a great mash. song no, don't get me wrong yeah. I, I love it it's just you get some looks when you're it's like July. Yeah, you're four or five months either side of October and you're hammering the mash. <laughs> I, I was just letting, letting her rip and there's some local gal in there 
and uh, gal is as a polite term for her. Like she was a portly woman, probably all of like four and a half feet tall. She and just had a monster monster dip in. She legitimately was wearing like bib overalls, um, and my she, queen. She kept going up to the machine and like putting money in, but I. I probably put 40 bucks in. It was just play next, play next. I was just keeping it going. My, like everybody at our table was just losing their minds. And like, she legitimately went up and was like trying to play her song. And that, and she was hoping that her song was going to get played, which I can only assume was like Merle Haggard or David Allen. <laughs> and she like legitimately got mad to the point where she punched the iTunes machine. And then after went up to the bar and started complaining because it wasn't playing her song. And because North Dakota doesn't understand the interweb, they gave her like a roll of quarters because they <laughs> thought they were in the wrong. And, and the whole time I'm just sitting there like laughing. And, and uh, unfortunately like a bunch of other like roughnecks and like townies and stuff were like not appreciating the playlist I was laying down. So <laughs> we ended up uh, having to leave. But before I left, I did play next like four times in a row of like Macarena. And then we just got out of there. <laughs> What's new pussycat. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, that's that's cyberbullying. That's an original form of cyberbullying. It was awesome. That uh, uh, we do uh, darts on Thursday nights, and I had to. I was on the team. No big deal. Mm-hmm. Kind of a natural athlete. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, one of the one of the one of my buddies on the team, Taylor, uh, who I also live with, he's part of the TNT Dojo. Uh, he he constantly plays just rap music because we're, we're, we're young. We're like the youngest team and the rest of the teams are all like, you know, 50 to 60 year old people. So they want country and Taylor just plays all the newest rap music. And he just does it through, he does it through his phone and touch tunes. And every single team we played would be like, who's playing that? These songs. And every single time Taylor's like, dude, I'm on Instagram. I don't know what you're talking about. And it just mystifies them. And I'm honestly not sure any of them have ever caught on yeah the whole the whole concept of the touch tunes through your app uh yeah it's it's hard to handle i i mentioned it like last episode about how the bar back home got touch tunes and same thing like i remember like playing songs on my phone and like my dad and all of his like old farm buddies were like what in the hell <laughs> what the radio's hell? crazy you're playing that are you, are you playing it on your phone no it's playing it on the machine what the hell uh also i figured out Cause I was like, why the fuck do I know the name re heights? I was like, there is no reason besides you living there. I was like, what the, f- my grandma was born there. No shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cause I had to ask my, I had to ask my mom and my dad. I was like, what, why, why? I was like, why would the name re heights do anything? And they're like, your grandma's born there. Shout out grandma. Tomorrow's her birthday. She's still alive. Hopefully, hopefully she wasn't the case of the Ronies. Happy early, happy early birthday, grandma. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you, shout it out. I'll be like, Grandma was on a podcast, and she'll be like, You need to go to church more. I'll be like, Yeah, probably. <laughs> but are you going to fucking rip this line or what, Grandma? It's your birthday. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's where that deep connection comes from. Our chemistry, our chemistry has been years in the making. Rooted in the heights of Re. <laughs> Where the family tree runs strong. The seed is strong. Who knows? Maybe we got some roots crossed up there in our family trees. 
I would already assume so. We kind of, we act alike. <laughs> we kind of look alike. <laughs> similar body types. It's starting to make a lot of sense. It is. Uh, well, I'm, okay. I mean, I'll never I'll never submit my DNA to Ancestry.com because I got some I got some got some things I'm laying low from. But see, I I actually did that because um, my well, it was it was like 23andMe, but I guess now yeah. like Ancestry.com and 23andMe, they're like together. Same. Yeah. I think they're, they're allegedly. Don't, yeah. don't fact check me on that, but I'm pretty sure they share databases or something. But um, there's a bunch of people from back home that are like on the conspiracy theory side of things. And they're like, I want to submit my DNA to the government. But unfortunately, excuse me, keep burping in the mic. Um, I was like, well, fortunately for me, the, the, like the feds already have my DNA. So. <laughs> they've they've got me they've got me tagged already. <laughs> so might as well figure out where my great grandparents were hanging out back in the day. Yep. Turns out rehites. Oh, a hundred percent rehites, boy. Um, just keep you have, thinking of keep thinking of my unnamed enemy. <laughs> can't get it. Can't shake it. I think he's in my brain. Um, I had, I had teased, uh, the, a couple stories that I was going to tell like on episode two or something that we just like never circled around back to them. But, um, is it ska time? Is it ska story time? Yeah, I could, I was, I got that one. And then the, the race horses gentlemen's club one, I was just, Oh, I was trying to figure out if they were good enough. If they passed the, uh, tomato on the sandwich scale <laughs> i think it all just comes down to how i tell it but um anyway like you you uh ever listened to like real big fish uh yeah i quoted it in our text on like just out of nowhere mm-hmm. yeah so uh they were also in the movie basketball really yeah they were the they're the band that plays um they're I don't know why I always liked, uh, always like ska, like the combination of horns with, you know, like a alternative rock punk, whatever type of mixture you want to call it. It's I mean, obviously it's its own genre. So ska. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, I, li- I only listen to Japanese electronic ska. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Might have to hook me up with your playlist after this. Um, but yeah, I was actually. Like I listen to like all kinds of music. I'm not, you know, I, I just like, I was like joking. Yeah. Say, like, I like good music because it doesn't really matter what genre it is. Like I, I, I listen about a little bit of everything, but I was listening to like one of my uh, streams and it started playing like a bunch of real big fish. And I was like, I wonder, I wonder if those guys are still, you know, still around or touring or whatever. So I looked them up and it was, I think it was last year in, uh, in or not this last January, but the January before. Um, they were touring and, um, they actually were touring in, uh, in Fargo. So I was like, hell yeah. I was like, let's go. So I, I got, uh, I got three tickets and my buddy Bart came with us and Lily came too. And it was just like in this tiny little church, but man, I tell you what, like it was a six scout party. Yeah, it was actually, it was really, really fun. Um, 
and turns out like some of the the greasy ska boys of fargo came out and they had like a mosh pit um i got pushed around by a couple greasy guys Um, just wearing zoot suits it was it was freaking awesome uh how many fedora how many fedoras were in that crowd there was a couple there was a couple (laughs) there was a uh a very much a abundance of bo and lack of personal hygiene um just from uh, just for myself <laughs> and like i've never understood the the mosh pit and i'm not the type of guy that participates in a mosh pit because i just don't understand the fun in getting smashed and then be like oh, i'm having a good time because as soon as somebody hits me i'm not having a good time yeah, i was gonna say i am immediately in the bad time realm yeah and then all i want to do is hit somebody back and then they're having fun and i'm like no this is like yeah i'm no. actually i'm angry <laughs> Like some guy bumped into us and like hit Lily and like she spilled her drink and I, I already had had a couple cocktails. So I was like, all right. And then Immediate I immediate like, alpha male mode. <laughs> so I like alpha shoved, male mode engaged. So I like shoved one guy like clear, like to like to the stage, like just throw him <laughs> through a bunch of people and uh, him and his buddies came right back. We were and then somehow the mosh pit like happened around me. So then uh, had to like mosh with the boys for a little bit and then cooled down. It was fun. <laughs> I had to get that. Here's, I actually have a legit question. So in the movie basketball, when they show real big fish, there's like 17 people in their band. Did they, did they come with the crew? Yeah. There's like legitimately, there's legitimately like eight or nine, eight or nine guys. And then there's more. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite a few. And they used to have like a chick with them for a while, but she wasn't, she wasn't at this one, but they had like a, I think they might have had a new trombone player, which I was gonna say in respect. the in the, in the yeah. shout out your jazz shout out your jazz choir origins. <laughs> uh, because in the movie they have like four dudes playing like horns at the same time. That's legit. They were like like the 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 lead singer. He's looking a little uh, a little older, a little wider, but <laughs> who, is, they, who is it nowadays? <laughs> they. They like actually like really crushed it. I was very very impressed. It was really really good. At one point, like people were like people were crowd surfing, and like I was just sitting there just housing beers with my buddies. And like at one point, like two like 135 pound guys came over and each grabbed a leg and just tried to like. I was like, good luck, boys. <laughs> boys. <laughs> they tried. I tried a few times and they realized they couldn't get me up and they just gave up. <laughs> I got to get this thing out of bed every morning. I'm gonna tell you, it's gonna take a little more girth than that. <laughs> they tried though bless their hearts yeah i've i've always i've always known as a bigger gentleman like crowd surfing is never going to be something i get to do it, the idea of it seems like fun but i know that they're going to like pass me over like a 90 pound woman and then <laughs> she's going to be crushed and i'm just going to hit the ground it's just going to be bad for everybody yeah, i was going to say and no one's going to pay attention to my broken tailbone because i just shattered her spine <laughs> yeah plus i'm gonna be all sweaty and greased up and be hard to handle you know it's just not gonna work that is something people will never understand it's like ha, let me wear your hat it's like i've been wearing this hat for six hours there's fucking gallons of sweat in this <laughs> and it's just, every single time I'm like don't do that and they're like why it's like oh i'm so sweaty right now <laughs> you why don't you understand how sweaty i am yeah so but, that's pretty much the ska story not i enjoyed it not as good as i thought it was gonna be but 
I, you know, know, I think I think I think you told it well. I had a good time. I laughed many times. We all wanged. We all chunged. <laughs> we only got two sayings in this town: no brains, no headache, and everybody wang chung tonight. <laughs> all right, what else is on the list today? I have a story. Uh, I meant to tell it on the last last podcast. But uh, I do want to get it out there because it made me laugh, and I'm probably a bad person for it. So, as you know, these days, kids aren't in school. School's been shut down for what appears to be six or seven years. Uh, just kids everywhere nowadays. They don't, they, don't, they don't care. And I'm driving home from work yesterday. I know, whatever, a couple days ago. It might have been Tuesday. And there's these two... I'm going to say like six-year-olds on opposite sides of the street. And they're two six-year-old boys. You can tell they've been outside roughhousing. It was a nice day. They're covered in dirt. Look like they've been maybe running through some puddles, you know, kid stuff. When the one kid on the other side of the street throws a rock and just domed the other kid and just dropped him. And the other kid started laughing. And I drove. I was like, oh. And the other kid dropped and then popped back up. And they were just hawking rocks at each other. I laughed so goddamn much. It was, man, kids, kids are nuts. They need to be in school. Clearly they'd never seen Lord of the Flies. <laughs> R.I.P. Piggy. R.I.P. No, I don't remember if you died, but I know someone gets known by a rock. Spoilers, Piggy did die. Piggy did die? Yeah. And they also, before that, they took his glasses yeah. and they broke them and then he couldn't see. Shucks to your Asmar. I don't want to <laughs> talk about it anymore. <laughs> I legitimately, when I saw that movie, like I'd read the book first because the book was forced upon me in school. Yeah. I mean, I didn't read it. I sparked, like Spark noted it, but uh, close enough where I knew what was going on. But yeah, yeah. watching the movie, it's a, it's a good movie, but really much related to Piggy being the fat kid amongst all the other more athletic boys. <laughs> the fucking super jacked kids. <laughs> and he, like, yeah, and they like ripped. stole his glasses and they couldn't see. And then he was like crying, like a mucusy, like cry. <laughs> <laughs> that one got me, man. Even think about it now, kind of just pulls at the heartstrings a little bit. I never saw the movie, but I read the book. And I didn't identify with Peggy because I was like... Yeah, I might be pudgy, but I don't wear glasses. <laughs> nerd. <laughs> nerd. And also, you can be the pudgy kid, or you can be the big kid, but you have to be tall, too. Like, you can't, you can't be short and fat, or else you're, that's prime bullying. But if you're <laughs> taller and fatter, that means you're probably the strong kind of fat, <laughs> which means you don't, have to be give, you don't have to take that bullying. And also, you develop a razor wit like mine. <laughs> <laughs> and then you become the bully. And that's when you got him. <laughs> and that, folks, is when you got him. Um, do you remember Alden Smith? He's a cowboy, baby. Damn it. I was hoping that you hadn't seen that yet. Because I was uh, going to lead up know, into it. You know who has an Alden... Sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, you know who has an Alden Smith 49ers jersey? This boy right here. Oh, yeah? Alden, Alden Smith was my guy. Yeah. So, for anyone that doesn't know, Alden Smith uh, went to the University of Missouri. Um, he was a 2009 Big 12 Defensive Freshman of the Year. A First, tall drink of water. 
Uh, he was uh, drafted in the first round, seventh overall by the 49ers in 2011 draft. Um, in 2012, he was first team all pro. 2012, also in the Pro Bowl. Um, you know, career stats, he had like uh, 141 tackles, 47 and a half sacks, an interception, six forced fumbles, two fumble recoveries, three defended uh, passes. Um, had more sacks than Von Miller his first three years in the league. Dude, he um, – I think – let me see here. Yeah, so 2012 was his best season. He had, like, 50 tackles, 19 and a half sacks, and an interception. Like, ri- like ridiculously, good. ridiculously good. Um, I want to say I want to say he's, like, 6'5 and a half or 6'6 six, six and a half. He's, yeah, he's huge. Like, yeah, yeah, he's a big boy. Um, unfortunately – um, let's just, uh, let's run, let's run through Alden Smith's timeline here real quick <clears throat> on a segment I like to call get to know, get to know, get to know a cowboy, <laughs> save uh, a horse, ride a cowboy. <clears throat> uh, January 28th, 2012, Smith was arrested for driving under the influence of in Miami beach, Florida. Uh, That's one. <laughs> June 30th. 2012 suffered stab wounds when attempting to break up a party at his house. Two other people were shot. Uh, he was later, uh, later charged in October of that year with three felony counts of legal possession of an assault weapon. Um, September 20th, 2013 Smith was involved in a single vehicle accident in San Jose, California. Uh, he was then arrested on suspicion of driving under the influence and possession of marijuana. Ooh. April 13th, 2014, <laughs> Smith was detained and arrested following an incident uh, at the Los Angeles International Airport. Um, Smith was belligerent, uh, belligerent and uncooperative with a TSA agent who alleged Smith claimed he was carrying a bomb. August 6th, 2015. Not a funny joke. <laughs> August 6th, 2015, Smith was arrested in Santa Clara, California for an alleged hit and run after driving under the influence and vandalism charges. <laughs> March 9th, 2017. Good for him. Took a year off. Uh, Smith was a passenger with a friend. Uh, Smith and the driver were both under the influence and were both detained by San Francisco PD for questioning. Uh, Later that year, September uh, 23rd, 2017, Smith uh, pleads no contest to the hit and run of the 2015 incident. He had 20 days in jail. Um, And then he was ordered to attend a treatment facility and undergo anger management classes. Uh, March 3rd, 2018 Smith was arrested for violation of a court order where he was ordered to stay away from a woman. He assaulted earlier in the month. The woman was later revealed to be his fiance. Uh, he pled guilty to four misdemeanor counts, including domestic violence, assault with force likely to produce bodily injury, false imprisonment and vandalism. Um, uh, April 8th, 2018 Smith was arrested for violations and conditions to his bail. Uh, June 10th, 2019, Smith was stopped by police in Mission, Kansas for a traffic violation, later arrested for driving under the influence. And then uh, April 2nd, 2020, Smith signs a one-year, $4 million deal with the Cowboys. So, and that is Get to Know Alden Smith. And let me, let me do a little segment I like to call Defending Alden Smith, a Cowboy. <laughs> First of all, let the, court, let the court see that a lot of those incidences, a lot of those incidents, occurred in March and April. Eh, maybe not a good couple of months. Maybe he's, maybe he's not good at those months. But I'm not asking you to, I'm not asking for any leeway for the court. Just let that be known. First of all, 
Another one, or second of all, another one of those, he got stabbed trying to break up a fight. He was trying to help, and he got stabbed. That seems like he had a good heart. Not his fault that person pulled a knife. He owned a couple of assault rifles. That, well, we're not here nor there. I mean, Second Amendment, sorry he supported America. Del- belligerent in an airport against a TSA agent and joking he had a bomb. Let he who has not been belligerently drunk at an airport cast the first stone. I know most of the time I'm in an airport, I am causing a scene. I have also, uh, this is going to surprise the folks at home, every single time I fly, I am the person randomly selected to get searched. It happens every time. For some reason, on the TSA body scanners, my dick glows. Rest of the body normal, dick just yellow for some reason. Maybe I'm sitting in pee pants. I don't know. So they pull me over. They pat me down. They ask if I want to go to the back room. And I always say, no, do it. Do your worst here. Okay. That's understandable. He was belligerent with his friend one time. He was just driving a drunk buddy home. He probably had like four less drinks than his buddy. and was like, hey, bud, I can drive. You're pretty drunk. That's just a good friend, a loyal friend. And he took multiple years off. And he had some troubles with his fiance. Not all relationships are perfect. He bit her on the wrist. Sounds like she was hitting him. (laughs) (laughs) And he did the only thing he could do to defend himself, which is... Okay? He'd been in trouble every year since 2012, other than 2016, right up, pretty much right up until this point. He, He either was dealing with new charges or old charges throughout all those years right up until now. And that's called defending a cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I it's so it's so much fits into Jerry Jones's Greg Greg Hardy. Yes, remember that exactly. I was going to bring that up. Yeah, it's it's the same same sort of thing. I mean, I hope that Alden Smith has figured his stuff out. And excuse me, I. I don't know. His last season was 2015. Yeah, it's been four four years since he's played football or something like that, I saw. Yeah, 2015 was the last season was, that he played. I think he was a Raider? Yes. Yes, he, he finished his career in Oakland, and he only played – yeah, that's right. Yeah, he was in, in 2015, but he only played nine games because of the hit-and-run thing. So he only played nine games that season. And in that season, in 2015, he only had 3.5 sacks and 21 tackles. So – he had that. He had those charges floating over his head. His his head wasn't in the game. No one wants to go to Oakland. Yeah. And first of all, Raider Nation should have embraced him and guided him through those trying times. And instead, they casted him out, like they like like the like like the Raiders fans have never committed a crime before. And keep in mind, fans. As soon as Alden Smith fucking sucks in the Cowboys, I'm going to drag his ass every chance I get. I mean, his like 2012 season, I mean, 19 and a half sacks, 50, 50, uh, I think that's 50 solo tackles too. And he had like 60, I think, with the, when you do the combined ones in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, his 2012 season. With Patrick Willis out there. Whew. I, I mean, 
I'm a guy to give uh, second chances. Um, and since all this stuff happened before he was a cowboy, I'm just going to say right now it's his first second chance. <laughs> it's 2020. It's a new decade. This is a new decade for him. And, I mean, all honesty, I mean, I don't know. I keep looking at this rap sheet, and it's, it's kind of hard to say. But hopefully he's in a better mindset. Hopefully he righted a couple wrongs. A dozen there. wrongs. <laughs> Yeah, you get arrested. I'm just, if you get arrested ten times, you've probably done a hundred crimes. <laughs> you probably aren't just you probably aren't just doing like you're not just getting caught for every crime you commit. You're probably committing multiple crimes. And much like we said of the John Jones thing, pay someone to fucking drive you, please. Yeah. Celebrities, I'm begging you, find someone to drive you around. Like as like as an agent of a professional athlete, that should be like like a stipulation or a or a little guideline you toss at them, or you, or a service that you offer to them. Be like, hey, have my buddy Bill. He's just gonna tail you everywhere you go. He'll drive you anywhere you need to go. He's cool. He'll hang yeah, out with he'll you. Wipe, he'll he'll wipe fingerprints off guns. <laughs> <laughs> he'll grind serial coat serial numbers off. <laughs> no big deal. Yeah, and. You know what you can do to those celebrities? Be like, hey, instead of a normal 10% fee that agents charge, I'm going to charge you 11. But you get you get a personal goddamn driver slash fixer. In all honesty, that's that's better for both the agent and the player in that situation. We just solved we just solved the celebrity DUI crisis. Boom. Oh, God, we we give and we give and we give. Let's see. God, yeah, I, 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 I did. I actually today at work, I was like going through sports and stuff because I was like, I was like, you know, we gotta talk a little bit of sports. Everyone's craving them. We gotta toss a couple out there. And my boy Alden Smith coming to the boys. Also, if these people haven't figured it out yet, we are a deep Cowboys podcast. <laughs> we got nothing but love for the boys. They're America's team. I guarantee Cody picked them the same reason I did because they were really good when we were little. We were fucking obviously bandwagon fans. Yeah, bandwagon on them in the '90s because, like, my dad, my dad was actually he's actually a Niners fan. Um, but yeah, when I just grew up, I, blue is like my favorite color, and like Troy Aikman, Evan Smith, Michael yeah. Irvin, you know they they were good in the '90s when I was a little kid. So just yeah, bandwagon on them hard. Yep, that's exactly what happened to me. Uh, my dad's a Raiders fan. I I saw them being good in the 90s. You know what that meant? Obviously, I'm six years old. I cheer for the good team. If they keep winning, I keep cheering. I remember uh, – I do this every year because I know the Cowboys are going to break my heart every year. Mm-hmm. I, I just understand it. I know, I know what they do. And every single year, I'm like, this is it. I'm done with them. I'm just going to watch other goddamn teams and just not even cheer for the Cowboys – and I can't do it. They own my heart too much. Dude, this year when they were going to make it in because the Eagles were so bad and it was like a back and forth between who wanted to lose less. (laughs) And I, like, I should have just got, like, I should have just, I should have just, like, I always tell myself, I was like, don't get your hopes up. They're not going to make, like, they're not going to make the playoffs. And then, like, I always find myself and they'll be like, wait a minute, 
we could actually do this. If we By get in, God, we can make a run. We can win this that, thing. That one year that uh, Tony Romo got hurt and like they were barely out of the playoff race and Tony Romo came back and they had to win the rest of the games to make it into the playoffs. And Tony Romo tweeted the major league clip where he's like, I guess we'll have to win the whole damn thing. I might have cried. I was like, <laughs> that's my quarterback. Oh. Yeah, I was a huge, huge uh, – I know, like, it's like anybody that wasn't a, a Cowboys fan, like, just for some reason hates Tony Romo, but, like – I love him. I he love him. is – like, even though I grew up when Troy Aikman was, was playing, like, to me, like – the years when I was old enough to really comprehend what was going on and really yeah. watch, like, yeah, Tony Romo. Romo was there. Yeah. I do like that that uh, um, Troy Aikman being in the booth now gives us – we get to see his face and see the fact that that man retired because he had, like, 95 concussions. <laughs> you can just – you can just see can it in his it. eyes. Some, yeah. You can just <laughs> see it in his eyes sometimes where he's like, what the fuck am I doing right now? I blacked out for two minutes. What happened? Did I call Joe Buck a bad word? Yeah, no, that was... Uh, speaking of competition and sports, did you see that uh, Pat McAfee did that McDonald's, tried doing that McDonald's challenge last night? I watched I watched that video. Yeah. I also watched that video. Uh, do you think, first of all, do you think you could, could do you think you could do that? I think if I gave myself a couple days of preparation, I think I don't want to, I don't want to, yeah, I, I don't want to come right out and say that I could. Um, you have proved, you have proven that you are, uh, you are the champion eater on this. But I feel like if I, if I trained because I'm an athlete of the sport, <laughs> If I got back into the right mindset doing two a days, uh, I could probably do it, I think. I think – well, the fact that you get an hour and a half, that kind of suits right into me. I think I, I think the hour and a half I could do it because I like to eat to the – I like to eat really, really fast to the point where I'm like, oh, I never want to eat again. And then like 20 minutes later, I'm like, fuck, I could really eat. So <laughs> I think you give me the access to a microwave – I think I can do it. See, I can eat, uh, I can eat like eating stuff cold doesn't bother me. So I could, I, I could probably hammer, I could probably hammer through. I think if I got a good enough head start, um, just hopefully I didn't like shit my pants within that hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say hour and a half of that much McDonald's and that much soda. I think the soda is the real, is the, is the real tough part. I would go McDonald's Sprite. Because I'm pretty sure that makes you strong. It's so it's so charged up. Yeah, I don't know what the stipulation is. If it was like different things or like what the soft drinks had to be, or if it was just that size of drink. I think it's just, just that size. Because I think I think McAfee had like I think he did tea for some of them, which gross. Uh, I think he did. I think he did tea, and I think he did coke. See, I would go. I would go. Sprite. 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 Orange high C. Mm, uh, I don't know if they have orange high C anymore. What? I hate to be the one to break it to you, but I don't know if they do. What? <laughs> the podcast is canceled. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I could be wrong, but I remember seeing something where people were like on the verge of rioting because they got rid of like the orange IC. Well, that's some straight up bullshit. Well, McDonald's, I would hate to say you're on the list, but you're treading fucking lightly. But I know, and the the order really plays to my strengths because I do love me a double quarter pounder, though. What do you know? What the order was? I was gonna. It's it's three double quarter pounders, a single quarter pounder, two things of medium fries, and two ten piece nuggets. And then for your four drinks. And then your four drinks. Okay. Because I, I was going to say, I, I'd, I'd seen it and you'd seen it, but I didn't know. If anybody was listening, they didn't know what we were talking about. Yeah, but my next question is, do you think you could do that challenge, but with Arby's? So we're talking beef, like double beef and ched, double beef and ched, single beef and ched, double beef and ched, two things of curly fries. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know what the nuggets would be. I guess with like chicken strips. Do they have chicken strips at Arby's? Don't know. I don't. I've never got them from there. I was gonna say I'm clearly a beef and cheddar man, but I think I think two sodas, one Jamoka shake. <laughs> You're Jamoka me crazy. <laughs> Dude, I don't that, know those curly fries though. The the curly fries are dense. I, I get out of my head. I was gonna use the same <laughs> word. <laughs> like 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 a McDonald's fry, however salty, however greasy, are. Light in comparison to the curlies. Oh, yeah. You get one of those tightly sprung curly fries, that's half a potato. Yeah. And no matter how Irish I am, a lot of potatoes, they take up space. But I think that I think you brought it up earlier. You want you might not want to shit your pants during the McDonald's one. That hour and a half for Arby's, you're there. That's pants shit range right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those curlies are gonna grease the tracks. Yeah, I was gonna say, you throw a couple beef and cheds in there, and that thing—that's a—that's a train off the tracks. I—I I did like McAfee's strategy of putting fries on the quarter pounders. That was good strategy. He obviously is a—he's a—he's—he knows the game. I thought he was gonna do it. I was—I was optimistic for him. Like I think if—if if I had a big enough audience where people were watching me and I knew I needed to perform. I think I could do it. So just me watching you (laughs) just be like, do it, Cody. Yeah. You can do it. And you're just crying eating McDonald's. And at the end, I give you a cheap little toy. You earn this. Um, do you think anybody's going to pick up James Winston? Uh, you have to fuck. I, I mean, he's not, the worst. Yeah, he had like uh, 5,100 yards, you know, 30, 30 touchdowns, 30, 30 interceptions. <laughs> but hey, he got fumbles. LASIK. He got LASIK, though. So uh, being able to see linebackers is going to be huge. <laughs> I like to think that he got LASIK and they showed him game film and he was like, why the fuck was I throwing into that? I didn't know that guy was there. <laughs> this guy was there the whole time? They line up there? I, was, I thought it was weird they were only playing with seven dudes on defense. So yeah, Jameis, there's been linebackers there the whole time. Holy shit. Like, there's something to be said, because obviously, like, you know how uh, I'll make the argument that Kirk Cousins is conservative with the football. Like, he will self-sack himself like like Eli Manning at times. 
Um, and he will, you know, check down rather than going for the long ball or, you know, it doesn't take a lot of risks where with Jameis, he don't give a shit. Yeah. He's, he's ripping, he's throwing, you know, and, and maybe now that he can see the linebackers could be an advantage. I mean, he's got decent I'm a, arm strength. You know, I say, I'm a big, I'm a big fan. I don't like the conservative quarterback play. I don't like game manager quarterbacks. I need a game. I need a gunslinger. I need me a Brett Favre out there. Mm-hmm. I need a Tony Romo. Plus, Jameis Winston, uh, yeah, I'll always like him because he's a professional athlete, not in shape. I'm a big fan of, <laughs> a big fan of those athletes. Where it's just like, you see Jameis Winston walk around with a shirt off, you're like, oh, gross. <laughs> it's like, nope, but he's a quarterback. I can't wait for him to – hopefully somebody picks him up so I can see him eat a, eat a couple Ws again. Oh, that might have been the worst video of all time. That might be why that might be why he's not getting picked up. Not even the thirty interceptions. It's the fact that he ate that W. And I, I just it's so bad. The only, so bad. the only problem is is like uh, like having Mike Evans and who's a um, stud. Yes, like having Mike Evans. Um, is it Godwin? Yeah. Um, he's pretty good too. Good, and then they have two. Godwin, yeah. They have two good tight ends, uh, Brate and uh, O.J. Howard. Is that right? Couldn't tell you. Let's just say that's right. But yeah, yeah I'm gonna say it's has two good tight ends. I know that. So, I mean, that's the one thing I think about. It's like, well, if he hadn't had Mike Evans, who I I believe is very under, Mike underrated. Evans, Mike Evans definitely was a reason that – was a very large reason that Johnny Menzel won uh, – Johnny Menzel, a very, very good friend of the pod. Uh, that he won a Heisman in college because Johnny Manziel would scramble and then just huck that pig, pig skin. And Mike Evans being six foot five and jumping over everyone, very very easy to throw to. Yeah, he's he's a freak. He's he's definitely underrated. With you know, I don't know, like people talk about like uh, like Michael Thomas, Julio Jones. They were even – I was listening to him today talk about, like, downplaying Amari Cooper, like saying he, you know, isn't all that good. But – Pretty goddamn good. That's what I, I – I had him on, uh, like, on a fantasy league. And when Dak wasn't Dak, um, like, Amari Cooper had some really, really good games. He's a very – he's, he's effective, good at yeah. stuff. Good and same thing, sa- same thing with Mike Evans. You know, I think he would have had a lot better, um, a lot better season That's this this year, especially if he hadn't been gassed from making all those tackles. <laughs> so. <laughs> I, I say, and the number three leader of tackles on the team, Mike Evans, Isn't he a receiver. <laughs> I think somebody was joking around about that, like trying to look up the stats on who had the most tackles on the offense for Tampa <laughs> Bay. And I would, if I was a betting man, I would, I'd probably go for Mike Evans because he's, he's probably the most athletic. Yeah, he is. I was gonna say, and he's huge. Oh yeah, being being huge and fast is actually really good in football. A lot of people don't like to say that, but it's a pretty effective tool. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that was uh, – God damn it, Jameis. Hope you sign somewhere, bud. What about Cam? Do you think somebody's going to pick up Cam? I hope someone signs Cam more than they sign fucking Jameis. I'll, I'll, I will always love Cam. Is it because it's hieroglyphics that he texts people or his hat? <laughs> well, well, first of all, People clown on him for how he dresses. That's exactly how I would dress if I had money. House slippers, 
gaudy hats, scarfs. <laughs> it's a hundred percent. Uh, the, the, the typing like that, not a huge fan of, uh, but do you, bud? I'm sure how he hates how I type in perfect grammar. How, how does, how does one type in cam hieroglyphics? Like, does he just set up his keyboard like that? Because I, like some of those symbols and things, like you have to like I, hold keys down so that they give you the option. And like, that seems like it would take tried, a lot of time. I was trying to talk shit about how Cam Newton uh, did his Instagram captions. And I tried typing like that. I'm going to say I made it two letters where I was like, oh yeah, no, never. This, he has to have a special keyboard set up just for that. Yeah. I mean, silver lining if he doesn't get picked up this year, Tyler Perry can like get him and like cast him as like a grandma in like any of his movies. <laughs> I was say, and here's the thing: if if Cam Newton doesn't get picked up as a quarterback because his like arm isn't separated or his arm isn't connected to his body anymore, and his ankle is made out of shittier ankles, he could be a great DN. <laughs> like, he's fucking huge. He's six six. He's fucking two sixty. Put him off the edge a couple times. Line him up next to Alden Smith. Yeah, he's uh, they they showed like some videos. He was doing like some bands workout, and he was just swole. I'm like, Cam's in pretty good shape. Yeah, his his shoulder and arm might not be uh, quite connected, which is fairly important being a quarterback. Yeah. I'm but, uh, I'm checking I'm checking the stats. Yep, you need to have an arm to play quarterback. Yeah, that NASA. might be tough for him. I think he throws lefty. Maybe he just throws righty. I'm sure it's strong. Sure, that's not yeah, hard to learn. I was to say, I I've loved I I've always loved Cam. I uh, he uh, he was so goddamn good at Auburn, and he was just so much stronger than everyone. I I do like like I like watching highlights where there's one person just significantly better than the other people. Like watching like Bo Jackson play, where he was just like, not only am I stronger than you, I'm faster, and he would just like push people out of the way. That makes me laugh. I enjoy that. So Cam and watching Cam in college where he was just like, okay, linebacker that definitely walked on. I'm stronger than you. You will not get to tackle me. That now, makes me laugh. Now I'm, I'm not as, uh, I don't follow college ball as, as well as yourself, but didn't Cam, wasn't Cam like a backup in Florida to Tebow? Yep. He was the backup of Florida for Tebow. And then he got caught stealing a laptop or uh, he stole the laptop. And when they came to his room to get the laptop, he just hucked the laptop out the window. And I want to say it was like the fourth story of a dorm. And he just, he bailed on it. So not only he got charged with like theft, it was also destruction of property because he yammed that laptop. Mm. Which, why didn't he just tuck the laptop and run? Hmm? Makes you think. (laughs) Throw first. He's throw first kind of guy. (laughs) I was going to say. I think he was showing off for showing off for the scouts already. Yeah, what's that? That uh, I saw something the other day on that Florida team. Like, like I think one of the Pouncy, the Pouncy, Pouncy, Pouncy twins are both on it. Yeah, uh, Tebow wasn't uh, was Antonio Brown on? No, not Antonio Brown. Who am I thinking uh, of? Riley Cooper was on it. The guy, the white tight end for the Eagles that said the N word. Ooh. And, yeah. He was on there, and then uh, everyone's favorite. Oh, Aaron Hernandez was on tight end. Aaron that's Hernandez. What okay, that's what I was. Uh, and Percy Harvin. What a crazy! 
and to all be led by Jesus's child himself. <laughs> I was going to say, by, by the football's Lord and Savior, Tim Jesus Tebow. That's hilarious. Uh, I like to think he was keeping them all together. He was like, hey, hey, quit murdering people for like right, a guys, season. Get over here. Put down <laughs> your drugs. Let's, let's pray on it. <laughs> I was going to say, everyone put down the cocaine. We will be praying until the game. Game's not for four days. You guys are assholes. There's got to be like a 30 for 30 on that. I, Does it's there gotta not? Be coming out. It's got to be coming out. Like That's just mind-blowing. And, and, <laughs> and coached by Urban Meyer, the fucking swindler himself. Yeah. That, was, that, was an all, that was an all-time team. They were – there's obviously on the Twitter sphere, because I'm pretty tuned in to the Twitter – uh, they were having debates about the greatest college team of all time. And Tebow's, that team gets thrown around a bunch. Everyone's wrong. It's the 2001 Miami Hurricanes. Um, that's a fact. Everyone suck it. But, uh, yeah, no, that was, that was, uh, that was an aggressive time. Because there was also, the, in, in following that same vein, there was the who's the greatest college football player of all time. And it came down to uh, Cam Newton and Joe Burrow. And Joe Burrow literally doubled up like all of Cam Newton's stats. But then you looked at the talent on that Auburn team around Cam and it was basically like plumbers and then Cam (laughs) and uh, Joe Burrow's team was like NFL superstar, NFL superstar, NFL superstar, NFL superstar. Randy Moss's son Mm -hmm. who will be a superstar. Mark my words, come back to this cast. And I've already say Thaddeus Moss will be a superstar in the NFL. Yeah, I got a feeling that uh, now name recognition doesn't get you everything. It did get Eli Manning um, the ability to to start for football teams for a while, but having the last name as Moss is somewhat I, helpful. And I, and no, and to also say that T Moss is a very good football player in himself, but yeah. it does help having a father that has the name credibility like that. Is the greatest wide receiver of all time. Suck at Jerry Rice. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> yeah, I'll, say, I'll slander the old football players all goddamn day. Randy Moss would eat Jerry Rice's lunch. All right, we touched on that. We touched on that. We touched on that. Touched on that. Uh, the Ronies claimed another. Uh, mm, how do I put this? Uh, superstar of singing, uh, Fountains of Wayne, the guy that sang, they sang Stacy's mom, he died. Lily was telling me about that. Yep. She was Stacy's mom's an all-time banger. That's fact, big yep. time fact. And the fucking Ronies took another one. I remember, I remember when that like song was like really hitting, and that was like for me when they were. When I first remember it was like right in our junior high days. Yeah, and I was gonna say I, for some reason I wanted to say it was like two thousand three, maybe two thousand four. I just remember having like junior high dances and I was dancing with some girls to little nice. Stacy's mom. So nice. not to brag. Dude, dancing with girls, you fucking you crazy, bro. Mm-hmm. Crazy. It was like more than one, so <laughs> Gina's fucking nuts. Not at the same time. <laughs> I mean yeah. let's be Are you Casting that net deep and wide. <laughs> um, I thought of this one right before the cast. Uh, what was I? I was I was watching something. 
and they were talking about kids in horror movies. And then someone said, like, in nine months, there's going to be children of the corn, like, quarantine. Kids in horror movies aren't scary. I would body every motherfucking kid in a horror movie. That's why I was never afraid of Chucky. I, I'm, I get scared of horror movies. Chucky, even as an eight-year-old, I was like, I'd fuck that doll's life. See, the only thing about Chucky is, like, I always, for some reason, I always had a fear after watching that movie when I was, like, younger, was that, like, I was just going to, like, walk in front of the couch, and he was going to come out and, like, cut my feet with a knife. Yeah. <laughs> like, cut my toe off. Yeah. See, that, but that's what you have to worry about. You have to worry about your feet getting cut. <laughs> he ain't going for the, he ain't going for the throat. If you got to sacrifice, you got to sacrifice a toe, you can bring him down. Listen, I'm not saying you're going to come out unscathed. I'm just saying you could fucking work him. I don't know. He cut me down. I've stepped on a couple Legos before. And I've, <laughs> I mean, if he, if he jams a butcher's knife in the top of my foot and stakes me to the ground, Chucky might have one in that instance. <laughs> I don't know. But like, even like the children of the corn, I remember hearing about how scary that movie was. And I watched it when I was like 15. I would have fucking just, I would have came into that town and I would have ran it. i like, oh, we're the children of the corn. I'd be like, no, you're not. You are victim number one. <laughs> followed, followed quickly by victim number six-year-old kid over there. I, I'm just not afraid of kids. <laughs> and I'm sorry to all our young listeners if you see me on the streets please don't come up and try to fight me because I'm not allowed to fight kids anymore court said that but <laughs> I just want I, want I want those kids to know be on lookout, be on watch like can you imagine if society society collapses because of the Ronies and since kids don't really seem to get phased by it, like they try taking over, not a fucking chance. <laughs> like a fucking group of like a group of twelve year old kids is gonna roll up and be like, "We're in charge now," and be like, "No, you are not. Not unless you got one of those huge kids in the Little League World Series. That's so how I'll, I'll get everyone, goddamn one of you." And that's been talking, fighting kids. <laughs> Do you at least agree with me on this, or am I completely on out of line here? I was trying to, I was trying to think of. I remember watching uh, Children of the Corn, but the only scene that I really remember was just like panning across the cornfield. Like I don't know if I ever watched it all the way through. <laughs> but yeah, I'm with you. Like to me, my ideal, uh, my ideal, uh, I don't know horror movie or or uh, I don't even know what you want to say the the bad guy in a horror movie <laughs> I, when I think of like a, a scary movie and something that I'm going to be scared of kid probably doesn't hit the top five Mm-mm. probably not, not top close. ten yeah. yeah there is there's much scarier things like like I mean just off the top of my head like an adult uh adult man <laughs> in a mask yeah. A monster, vampire, uh, werewolf, maybe a giant slime that takes over the town. That's going to be far before child. Yeah, those are those are things I can't deal with. That maybe a giant plant with uh, uh, what's his name, Moranis? Uh, Rick Moranis. Uh, <laughs> uh, what is the name of that? I, I, 
God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you, that's, you that's scarier than kids. <laughs> Some giant plant that sings. That one is still. Little Shop of Horrors. There we there go. You go. Fuck, that was bad. I had my brain in a pretzel for a hot second. Uh, full disclosure, I never would have thought of the name of that movie, but it's a good movie. <laughs> yeah. If any time you're getting beat in a scary rating by a giant singing man-eating plant, you're not scary. You're not. Yeah. Fuck out of my horror movie rankings. All right. Touched on that. Touched on that. Um, speaking of the Ronies, great transition, Tyler. Um, so the rumor around the, you know, that it's hot in the streets is this started because a nice Chinese man ate a bat that had the Ronies. If I would, if I would have said four months ago, Cody, I will give you $50,000 to eat this bat. Would you have eaten that bat? I mean, are we sauteing the bat? Are we just grilling it? I mean, medium rare? How are we cooking this bat? I was going to say, you know, dealers. Ozzy Ozzy Osbourne just bite the head (laughs) off? No, I I wouldn't take it that far because I wouldn't do that because that's because it's gross. But, you know, fuck, we throw a little lemon pepper on there or something. We toss it on the grill. Have a couple beers. If if we're like hibachi in that thing, maybe toss it over some rice. Maybe toss in some some lo mein. I'm probably munching that bat. Yeah, if it's like some sort of strips of meat that have been cooked, and you toss a little soy sauce on it, yeah. um, I'd probably eat it. Yeah. I mean, there's very few things that I won't put in my mouth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but knowing what you know now about the bats, how much money would it take right now for you to eat a bat? I mean, is it farm-raised? Is it... <laughs> oh, is no. it... This- this is chicken of the cave. This is chicken of the cave, baby. This thing's coming straight out the dark. I mean, so as as a resident scientist, I gotta ask you: um, Does the Ronies hit harder if you get it straight from the source, or is it like the same type of Ronies? Like, like everybody's saying that, like, say, like I'm not in peak physical fitness, but I have a decent bill of health. So if I, if I was to contract the Ronies right now from everything that I've read and heard and seen, like I would think that I would survive, like be able to you know get through it. Now, is that the same if I eat the bat? Uh, basing this off no knowledge that I actually have, I would say you probably get it worse from munching the bat. Getting the Ronies from the tap is probably the worst. Mm. <sighs> Yeah. Well, you still might you still might be able to fight it off. Mm. See, now see, I gotta take into account the whole being a husband and a father thing. If I was yeah. if I was a single man, I'd be like, hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll eat that bat. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I mean, I might up my life insurance, and as long as that doesn't get reported back that I intentionally ate a bat, um, I might do it. I was gonna say you throw. Yeah, I was say you. I, you throw the dollar amount out there for how much it would cost for you to. So you four months ago, before you known this, would have eaten a bat for fifty grand. I mean, honest, is, honestly, if 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 it's like cooked in a and prepared in a dish, and like say I just you went to some restaurant, it was just like a 
yeah. an exotic. Well, it's it's same, it's same scenario for both. So four months ago, if you would have had a delicious hibachi bat for 50 grand, what is the, that's without you knowing that it causes the Ronies. What is the price now that now that you know that munching bats is not cool. What is the price now for a hibachi bat? I'd probably do it for 20 grand. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. I'm in. I was going to say, my number's pretty low, but I do not value myself. So, was it lower than 20 grand? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. But 20 grand's not far off. I'm also, I'm also, I, I think the fact that everyone makes these like, well, would you do this for this amount of money? You put that amount of money in some front, you put 10 grand in front of someone, they're liable to do some crazy shit. In all honesty, if like I went to an exotic meats restaurant and it was prepared and it came out cooked in a sauce with some noodles, like, and I was hungry enough, I'd probably just eat it for free. Yeah. <laughs> now, now intentionally endangering my, my health and potentially uh, killing myself on yeah. a meal is, is not ideal, but yeah, I definitely wouldn't be afraid of the fact that it was bad. Um, I would have just, I would have ate it and tried it because I'm fairly open-minded when it comes to eating things. Most of that, right. I think it's just being like an inner fat kid. Yeah. Which brings me to my next point. Would you eat human meat? Hmm. It's not, it's not a person that got killed. It's a person that willingly gave up some flesh. I don't, uh, I don't think I could. I, I think I would. I 100% would. Really? I 100% would. I just, I just want to try it. I've I've heard. I don't know. I don't think there's a lot of uh, a lot of research on people eating human flesh, aside from like history of cannibalism. <laughs> but I had heard, and perhaps it's just urban legend, but like kind of like mad cow disease or yeah. whatever when it makes you crazy that's what i heard like you eat human flesh and it can make you yeah. like loopy i've also heard that uh i didn't know if it was true didn't know if i had made that up in my head i think i still would risk it i think i don't want like a big chunk like i'm not asking for a 16 ounce fucking prime cut do you give ever, me a little bit of calf give me a little bit of calf you ever Just see me... that uh uh hannibal like that uh series the TV show yeah, the, yeah. The, new, the newer series, whatever. Yeah. Dude, when he was cooking up some of that shit, that, that looked it looked good. <laughs> <laughs> it looked goddamn delicious. Now, if I'm eating it with Hannibal and he's preparing all these fancy meals with like a puree yeah. and a, a balsamic reduction, <laughs> yeah, say, that's going to make it a little like, make my decision a little bit more difficult. <laughs> you got a nice, he's got, he's throwing a nice, a nice roux over it. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm curious. Yeah. Take yeah, a little arm steak out, maybe poach an egg over top of it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm flirting with the idea yeah so that was those are just two things i've always worried i've always wondered about or that was one thing i've always wondered about it's like you're not wrong hannibal was cooking up some dishes he would have one chopped he would have one chopped he'd have been like uh yeah i prepared a uh, human finger with oreo glaze and uh grilled potatoes it's like i'm fucking in <laughs> a nice uh, Cheeto reduction <laughs> with a nice tomato uh, tomato base. That's ketchup. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I've got I've got a topic. I think we could save it for another time because I think it could get pretty aggressive. Uh, it's it's a good one though. I do want to talk about it. I think we could talk about it in in length. Length, if you will. Length, length, length. Because it is, it's one that's near and dear to my heart. I think you would also. I think you'd also get after it. I'll text. I'll text it to you after the uh, after the recording, so you can prepare. Because I did some research. Sounds fair. And I don't. I don't want. You, I don't want. To, I don't want you shooting from the hip. I want you to come back with straight facts to me. Um. Real, real quick, I guess, if we're getting close to wrapping up, I was going to ask. I have no idea. what. The, do you know how long we're at right now? I was trying to check on a time. <laughs> and for the listeners out there, we have switched over to Zoom um, because Skype fucked us last time with video chat. and kind of fucked us before a little bit from time to time. So far, Zoom seems pretty legit. As I said, Zoom's, Zoom's pretty nice. Um, but, yeah, the might have to send them a letter about potentially putting the recording time up on the screen. Perhaps it's, <laughs> perhaps it's somewhere here, um, but because this is the first time I've ever used it, I do not see it. Yeah, but, and, and this is also, just for, just for the listeners know, when we get done recording, we have no idea what we're talking. Like we have, I have no idea what I've just said for the past hour and a half. And we could have been recording, that could have been, we could have been recording right now for 20 minutes, or four hours. I have no idea. Yeah, I'm right. Time there. means time. Time means time means nothing in the studio. Um, when you're dropping when you're dropping truth, truth bombs. You don't worry about the time. Uh, so real quick, what do you think about uh, Tom Brady um, becoming a swashbuckling buccaneer? Uh, he he looks great. Uh, Even with those I stupid saw, I, digital ass numbers. Well, supposedly, yeah. aren't they getting new uniforms? Maybe. Yeah, I say I think they are. If they go back to the cream sickle with the very very effeminate pirate on the side, mm-hmm. I'm one thousand percent, and they will win the Super Bowl. Those are the yeah. legit. Yeah. The digital I'm clock uniforms, not great. I don't think they're good uniforms. But a pirate, uh, a buccaneer slash pirate as a mascot is strong. Mm-hmm. Strong. And Tom Brady throwing to arguably his best weapon since Randy Randall Moss, Sir Randall Moss in Mike Evans. That's a powerful combo. And I have seen an all-time great quarterback leave his team that you never thought he would leave and go to a different team and go to two straight Super Bowls. Looking at you, Peyton Manning. And yeah. I think even without – and uh, Tom Brady uh, has, like, full motion of his neck still. Yeah, I think that's like – Tom Brady is not one low, low end vehicle collision away from never walking again. Like, if he gets sacked, it's going to be bad news. But he can still probably walk. Well, and as healthy as uh, TB12 is, he never really got to soak up a lot of vitamin D. And now he's going to be in Tampa. So, I mean, that's where old people go to retire. Um, mm-hmm. So he might just be feeling it out there. Yeah. And like you said, he's got some offensive weapons, and their defense is actually pretty good too. Pretty good, yeah. And I saw a Photoshop of Tom Brady in their uniforms with a, like a pirate eye patch on. It was a great Photoshop. Really, I don't base my NFL takes off like scale or anything like that. Stuff like that gets me into your team. 
You throw an eye patch on Tom Brady, make him look a little grizzled, like he just got off the seven C's. I'm in. I think he That's needs to bring back uh, long hair, Tom. I was more of a fan of long hair, Tom. Dude, beaver haired Tom Brady was an absolute problem. He was nice. Yeah, I think they're going to be good. I think Mike Evans is going to have the second best quarterback in his life. Shout out Johnny Manziel. Uh, <laughs> clearly, clearly the quarterback that didn't that deserves an eleventh chance. You'll always be a cowboy in my heart, Johnny. Jerry Jones wanted you so bad, and so did I. You could have been a legend, kid. You could have been great. Yeah, they no. they were they were talking about today or. What was it like today or yesterday that on first take they were talking about how, um, you know, how atmosphere can just like kill a quarterback, you know, kind of like the Browns do or Cincinnati <laughs> has done and how Cincinnati probably will do to John, to Joe Burrow. Yeah. Oh, they're very much going to kill him. <laughs> they are very much going to be like, listen, we didn't sign any offensive linemen. So just uh, you're a scrambler, right? He's like, no. It's like, fuck. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> we should have watched some game tape. So, yeah, they're definitely going to kill him, which sucks because I think Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow is going to be very good. Yeah, he's like hand up. I Like I said before, I don't follow college ball as much as probably the, the average uh, football fan. I'm way, way more of an NFL guy. But I do like to watch uh, some of the bowl games and – follow some of the seasons like I, I keep up a little bit on like LSU and and Auburn Florida and, you know some of the bigger ones that you know obviously Bama but Notre Dame what <laughs> uh but yeah I Joe Burrow I love Coach O too so um LSU LSU he's getting he's, he's divorcing his wife I saw that Coach O's divorcing his wife I saw that probably gonna get him a nice southern bell and they're going to talk weird Cajun to each other. And you can just tell by Coach O, his swagger, you can tell Coach O Fox. You oh, big tell, time. You can tell he's definitely clapping cheeks. <laughs> so, Well, on that note. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's actually everything on my list except my last topic, so. We'll touch okay. on that one at a different time. Alrighty. Any guesses for how long we've been recording? Um, I'm assuming hour, roughly ish, maybe. I think just an hour. It, it might be a little bit over an hour because what's well, like nine, nine twenty. So yeah. <laughs> Good for us. Good for us. What? Well, we're in the Zoom. We're in the Zoom area now, folks. We're in the Zoom, uh, Zoom era of the pod. And let's all hope that even though I can still see the recording symbol up here that we did in fact record and save all of this. Um, so that everybody got to listen to all these like super, super good hot takes that we had. And I don't want uh, people to thank me for, for our service, but for the last like 15 minutes, Cody's video has been delayed from the audio. So I was getting it. Then he was talking and that kind of fucked with me a little bit. But since I'm a soldier, I fought through. (laughs) 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 
hopefully somebody gets to see these videos someday. That'd be great. <laughs> At my funeral, when Cody plays them all, my funeral lasts for 60 hours. All right. All right. Well, it's been a hot cast. Stay cool, cats and kittens. Hugs and kisses. XOXO. See you later. See ya.